Welcome to God's Eternal Purpose radio broadcast, brought to you by the Church in Accra as one of the local churches in Ghana. We bring you a life-changing fellowship every Saturday at 8 o'clock to 8.30 a.m. on Sweet Melodies 94.3 FM. And now, today's message. Greetings to you all in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. And once again, it's a joy that we can continue to speak the Word of God and also listen to the Word of God. We are so happy that we can continue with our series. And with those of you who have been following, we promise that we will not get into the third fall of man. Bear in mind that we are sharing on the four falls of man, which many Christians have not paid much attention to. But we find it very necessary to share this with all of you so that our eyes will be open and we'll see the way and direction that man is going. Before we continue, let us have a word of prayer. Our dear Heavenly Father, we have come to your word. Your word is spirit. Your word is life. Your word enlightens. Your word enlivens. Your word gives wisdom. Your word feeds. Your word enriches. Your word perfect. We pray that, Lord, you anoint the speaking at this time and let it enter the hearts of men and women. Take over and do your work. Anoint your word with spirit and with power. Convict many and bring them to yourself. We ask in Jesus' name. Amen. Now, we are going to read through Genesis chapter 6 from verse 1 to verse 7. Genesis 6, 1 to 7. Like I said, we are covering the third fall of man. So verse 1 of Genesis 6. I'm reading from the New King James Version. Now it came to pass, when men began to multiply on the face of the earth, and daughters were born to them, that the sons of God saw the daughters of men, that they were beautiful, and they took wives for themselves, of all whom they chose. And the Lord said, My spirit shall not strive with man forever, for he is indeed flesh, yet his days shall be one hundred and twenty years. Verse 4 reads, There were giants on the earth in those days, and also afterward. And when the sons of God came in to the daughters of men, and they bore children to them, those were the mighty men who were of old, men of renown. Then verse 5 reads like this, Then the Lord saw that the wickedness of man was great in the earth, and that every intent of the thoughts of his heart was only evil continually. And the Lord was sorry that he had made man on the earth. That is verse 6. And he was grieved in his heart. So the Lord said, 
I will destroy man whom I have created from the face of the earth, both man and beast, creeping thing and birds of the earth, for I am sorry that I have made them. That is verse 7. My dear listeners, there is something that I would like to make very clear, and that is this. Every fall of man takes him lower and lower. So now, for man to fall the third time, it means that man has fallen three times already. And the Holy Spirit must open our eyes to see how man fell. Up to this point of my sharing, we are covering the third fall of man. But in the Bible, we also see a fourth fall. But when you read through down the years, you can see man has been falling and falling and falling. Which means that man is going lower and lower and lower. The thing you have to realize is this. Satan will never come to you. Like many times we see it drawn in some pictures with some strange creature like an, a human being and a, an animal with horns holding a spear and sometimes with, 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 with tail like a snake. No. Satan never does that. The Bible says that he can transform himself into an angel of light. So it's very easy for him to de deceive. There are many people today who are being manipulated by Satan. But they don't know. Because if Satan will tell them, I am the one controlling your life, they will change immediately. So you see, my dear friend, Satan's subtlety is always to disguise himself. That's the first thing. He disguises himself. And change his approach just to achieve the same results. Bear this in your good memory. The Satan's subtlety is very, very subtle. Tricky, cunning, crafty. Always to disguise himself. He will never come and tell you I'm Satan. No. Behind, behind the weather, behind, behind people, behind, behind activities, he hides behind so many things. Even hides behind nature and tells people that this was done by God. He will never come face to face with you because he knows that nobody will follow him. He will disguise himself and he will change his approach. But then he ends up achieving the same result. Now let's take a look at this. The first four. What did he do? He entered a serpent and spoke through it. In order, he filled the serpent. He entered the serpent. And spoke through the serpent, confused man, deceived man, and man fell. And what did he do? He ended up damaging man in all his three parts. So eventually, this man who was enjoying the presence of God was now beginning to hide from God. He lost God's presence and eventually he died. That was what Satan did with the first fall. Then the second fall. He entered man. This time, he entered 
Cain, after he has caused man to eat of the fruit of the knowledge of good and evil, he gained an entrance into man. So then, having entered Cain, he began to operate through him. And what did he do? He caused this young man to change God's way of salvation, God's way of worship. God has introduced the sacrifice of an animal. This man invented his own religion, his own practice, his own way of serving God by bringing vegetables. And when this thing did not work, what was the issue? Jealousy, anger, hatred, and then he succeeded to separate man from man. If you have been a regular listener, time and again we have repeated this. That with the first fall of man, or when Satan tempted Adam and Eve, he succeeded to separate man from God. But then with the second fall, what did he do? He succeeded to separate man from man. He caused Cain to kill Abel. So eventually, what happened? Man was driven completely from the presence of the Lord and was cursed, and curse was placed upon him. When I come to the third fall, this time, he used fallen angels to join man through illegal marriage. That is what we read in Genesis chapter 6. Changing and corrupting the God-created human race. So verse 1 says this, Genesis chapter 6 verse 1 says this. Now it came to pass. When men began to multiply on the face of the earth and daughters were born to them. Verse 2 says this. That the sons of God saw the daughters of men that they were beautiful. And they took wives for themselves of for whom they chose. Listen. God created man. In his image. Now Satan is corrupting this man to produce something in his image, that in Satan's image and likeness. Now the sons of God that you see here in Genesis chapter 6, verse 2. These sons of God, Bible scholars have studied, they've come to realize these are angels. We see the same thing in the book of Job. Though these sons of God, these were fallen angels who came down and took wives for themselves. Now, when God wanted to express himself as a man, he planted himself in the womb of a virgin, one woman, knowing that the seed will come to accomplish his purpose. But here, Satan sent his fallen angels even before God planted himself, long before this, he went ahead of God to plant himself in many women. Because he wanted to corrupt and change the human race. Now, when you read the book of Jude 6 and 7, Jude, verse 6 and 7, This I says, and the angels who did not keep their proper domain, 
but left their own abode. He has reserved in the everlasting chains under darkness for the judgment of the great day. As Sodom and Gomorrah and the cities around them in a similar manner to these, having given themselves over to sexual immorality and gone after strange flesh, are set forth as an example, suffering the vengeance of eternal fire. Let me read those verses again to your hearing. Verse 6 of the book of Jude, J-U-D-E. And the angels who did not keep their proper domain, but left their own abode, he has reserved in everlasting chains under darkness for the judgment of the great day. Just as Sodom and Gomorrah and the cities around them, in a similar manner to these, having given themselves over to sexual immorality and gone after strange flesh, are set forth as an example, suffering the vengeance of eternal fire. So, reading these verses, you could see that there were some angels who did not keep their estate. But then, they gave themselves to immorality. These are the ones that have been mentioned in Genesis chapter 6. Right? I'll tell you something. They did not keep their own place, their estate, their domain. Right? Have you noticed something very interesting? The estate of these evil spirits, the demons, is the firmament in the air. So, Ephesians says that is a prince and power of the earth. God's estate is the third heavens. That's where God is. Man's estate is the earth. And the evil spirits are in the earth, which is the firmament. There is something very interesting, and I would like you to refer to it after this broadcast. In Genesis chapter 1. In God's creation. Right? Everything that God created. He said. And God saw that it was good. And God saw that it was good. But when God restored the firmaments. The Bible says it was so. That place. It never said it was good. Because God knew that that's the realm of the evil spirits. So instead of staying in the air, these fallen angels disguised themselves as men and came and took the daughters of men, seeing them so beautiful and their children. So these fallen angels, they broke the governing principle of marriage as ordained by God. And let me tell you, my dear listeners, anytime God's ordained principle is violated, he will definitely react. God has left man to be doing many things, but it's not all things that God endorses. Some of them will miss his judgment. So anytime God's ordained principle is violated, he will react. He had to burn Sodom and Gomorrah for perversion. Because 
it was just immorality, like we have just read in Jude verse 7. Jude has only one chapter. He had to burn Sodom and Gomorrah for perversion. Then when you read in the Bible, the Canaanites were all destroyed because of these giants, the Nephilims. God did not create giants. So when you read, coming back again to Genesis chapter 6, you could tell that there were giants in the land after this situation. So we could, we could tell that when these angels came to have affair with the daughters of men, they did not bring forth normal human beings as created by God. God reacted. They brought forth giants. Goliath was one of them. Today, man is further polluting the God-ordained principle of marriage to the extent that men are marrying men and women are marrying women. This is perversion. This is rebellion. But unfortunately, because man keeps falling, many will call it civilization. The LGBT is perversion and it will definitely meet the judgment of God. That may sound hard, but that is the fact. God sent flood to exterminate Noah's generation because of impure blood. And like I told you, he slaughtered the Canaanites because of the, this dance. Some versions called the, the Nephilims. He ran fire and suffered on Sodom and Gomorrah because of gross immorality. Isn't it shameful? Lot was there when he got visitors in the night. Men were banging at his door, ready to break it. He told them, then let me give you my daughters. They have no man has known them. They have known no man. They said, no, who are interested in the men. What kind of people are this? Gross immorality. And all of this will cause God to react. My dear friends, dear listeners, fornication is a serious matter before God. In the Bible, it is even considered one of the worst things because it damages humanity. It damages the humanity of a person. It damages the humanity of the person. It is the devil's work, his aim to damage man. By so doing, he can frustrate God and his purpose. Satan knows that he can never de defeat God. But he knows if he's able to damage man, he has frustrated God. In Hebrews chapter 13 verse 4, the Bible says, it says that fornicators and adulterers, God will judge. God will judge it. Fornicators and adulterers, God will judge. Today, even when they are advertising food, they will display a man and a woman. In a certain kind of way. The musicians do their videos. The men are fully dressed and the women are almost naked. This is the promotion of Satan. Recently, I heard one elderly woman saying, complaining, that the music today 
is profane, it's immoral. Why the men dress fully, the women are almost naked. Backing the singer. This is what Satan is doing to bring man lower and lower and lower. God have mercy. Now, let's look at the seriousness of the third fall. I tell you, my dear friends, the third fall was not just that man had the devil in his evil nature. You know, when man ate of the fruit of knowledge of good and evil, Satan got into man. And we have given all the verses and proofs already. It's not just about that. But also, men have become possessed by the evil angels to use their bodies to form illegal marriages. I tell you, my dear friends, whoever gives himself to fornication or adultery will definitely be possessed by the devil to do evil things. He will do evil things like occultism, witchcraft, finding ways and means to make money. And when they run into difficulty, they commit murder. Some are even willing to sacrifice their marriages, sacrifice their wives, more treat them because they have found a woman somewhere else. The women who also get into adultery begin to, to act differently, accusing their husbands of what they have not done. Whoever gives himself to this will be damaged by the devil. He will be possessed by the devil. He will be damaged by him. You know something? When man went, got into this kind of situation, God declared, My spirit shall not strive with man forever, for that he indeed is flesh. This was the declaration of God. My spirit shall not always strive with man forever, because he indeed is flesh. Can you believe this? Man is a tripartite being of spirit and soul and body. Up to this point, God said, my spirit will not strive with man again. It's too much. Man has gone too low to allow himself to be possessed by these evil spirits to produce giants. This kind of possession still continues in the world today. There are many being possessed by demons and people think they, think they are giants. They are superhumans, but they don't know that it's just the possession of the devil, of the evil angels, to damage God's plan. Dear friends, in the first fall, man did not exercise his spirit. Instead of turning to God, he rather exercised his reasoning. What was the effect? The effect was that man's spirit died because he ran away from God. In the second fall, man overexcised his soul by inventing his own religion, resulting in jealousy, anger, and murder. In the third fall, man abused his body by getting into illegal marriages with fallen angels, producing giants on the earth. That is a complete damage to God's original creation, causing God's spirit to withdraw. Dear friends, God loves man. God loves man. When 
man fell the first time. When man fell the first time, what did God do? God came and said, Adam, where are you? God was still desirous of winning this man. And like we said before, he knew man was going to fall. So according to the Bible, Christ was foreordained as a lamb before the foundation of the earth. Then the same Bible says he was slain from the foundation of the earth. So God has made that provision already. His love for man has been so strong. So he came to Adam, man, he said, Adam, where are you? In the second fall, God asked Cain, where is your brother? Then he said, sin lies at your door. God won man. But let me tell you, my dear friends, with a third fall, God said, my spirit shall not always strive with man. Which means that until the third fall, God was doing everything to reach man. May the Lord have mercy on us. May the mercy of the Lord reach you and I. Oh, my dear friends, up to the third fall, God said, my spirit shall not always strive with man. How long will I try to reach man? How long will I make the effort to bring man to myself? And man continues to go down and down and down. At the second fall, God cursed man and make life more difficult. At the third fall, God said, my spirit shall not always strive with man. My dear listener, God is still looking for man. Even though God has said, my spirit will not always strive with man, he did not go against his promise. Remember, he made a promise to Adam and Eve that your seed will bruise the head of the serpent. He promised them somebody who will come to destroy Satan. He did not give up. He did not go against his promise. The love that God has for us is unconditional. It's unchanging. There is only one thing. He is a righteous God and he cannot go along with sin. He can't condone sin. Light and darkness cannot move together. God is light. Before you can move along with him, you must come into the light. What he wants from you is for you to repent. Accept his son Jesus Christ and you will be his child. God came himself. He came down himself in the person of Jesus Christ who came and died for us. He died a shameful death. He died for the remission of your sins. He died for the salvation of your souls. He said his spirit shall not always strive with man. Today as a spirit, he is still convicting. He is still speaking. He is still asking, come to me. My friend, don't listen to this message and say, my sins are too many. God will not receive me. God is ready to receive you. He has died for you. That is why he has opened the door to receive you again. If only you confess him, he will come into you. God is calling you now. If you are a Christian and you are backsliding because of some things that you did or because of the world, because of some sin, God is calling you now. Will you give yourself to him? Let me pray for you. 
Say these words after me. Lord Jesus, I have heard your word. I am a sinner. Your word makes it so clear to me. But you have given me hope that if I come, you receive me. Forgive me of my sins. I receive you right now as my Lord and Savior. Come into my spirit and give me your life. Thank you, Jesus, for saving me, for hearing my prayer, for making me your child. Amen. Lord, bless these hearts. Give them the assurance of salvation. May they realize you are there for them. We ask in your precious name. Amen. May the Lord bless you, my dear listeners. God richly bless you. If you prayed, the Lord has blessed you. I am Brother Jerry Okan. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to God's Eternal Purpose Radio Broadcast, brought to you by the Church in Accra as one of the local churches in Ghana. Fellowship with the Church in Accra by joining our virtual Bible study meeting links and fellowships on Sundays, 9.30 to 12 o'clock p.m., Wednesdays at 6.30 to 8 o'clock p.m., and Fridays, 6.30 to 8.30 p.m. You may contact us for further fellowship and joining links by calling us on 0200-117-222 or 0274-433-100 or 0246-962607. The numbers again are 0200 222 or 0274-433-100 or 0246-962607. You can send any questions by WhatsApping us on the same numbers. Check us up on the various social media platforms including podcasts by searching God's Eternal Purpose Broadcast. The local churches, living for Christ and the church till his kingdom come. Oh, praising my Savior.